Imagine a tool that could help you instantly write better code, no matter the business domain or the programming language that you use. When activated, it would go through your code and provide a different perspective on improving it. Well, guess what? It doesn't require any subscriptions or one-time fees. All you need to do is ask one of your colleagues to review your code. For many people on the outside, developers are often imagined sitting on orderly rows of computers working in complete silence. They appear so far gone in their minds that they're oblivious to each other's existence and don't even need partitions. People think developers are antisocial introverts who don't see the point in communicating with anyone. Well, newsflash, developers are people too. And while that principle might be true for some of us, for most of us in the trade, it couldn't be further from the truth. This makes me wonder. If the developers aren't the antisocial sugar and caffeine-consuming creatures that most people believe them to be, why aren't there more code reviews? Here's an even more fundamental question, especially those who have lived under a rock for the past 20-30 years. What's a code review? A code review is when you willingly share your code with a colleague or multiple colleagues, well, one at a time, social baby steps, so they can essentially check it out and give you some feedback on how it can improve. Code reviews provide several advantages. It will definitely raise the quality of your code in the code base since you no longer have one person writing each and every line, but a minimum of two, or more precisely, one person writing and another person reviewing. This will also help you with standardization. If the expectation is that the code will be written in a certain way with certain standards, then a review is a great way to catch any issues. Code reviews will also help spread knowledge. If a minimum of two people have to understand the code that's been written, then you now have some redundancy and distributed knowledge. Don't ever underestimate the power of regular knowledge transfers. They're not just for when people go on vacation. They're also very effective at resolving 3 a.m. emergencies. Reviews also help improve collaboration and communication. It's not just about forcing people to discuss things. It's also about implementing a culture of feedback. If the developers are comfortable telling each other how things can improve without fear of consequences, then there's actually no known limit as to how good your team can become. It will essentially self-police and self-improve. One thing that reviews also help with is preventing technical debt. If people are writing quick fixes and hacks to resolve a severe emergency or due to a deadline, then there is less chance of these issues staying there long term, if at all, simply because now there's more than one person that knows about their existence. But we did say that code reviews are not everywhere. Why is that? In my personal opinion, there are several reasons for this, but it may boil down to one core thing, culture. Your environment's culture has to be open to feedback. Feedback culture means that team members can say anything without fear. Otherwise, you don't have a feedback culture. If you don't have a feedback culture, then reviews will seem very anti-cultural. I mean, let's face it, if you don't care about people's opinions, then why would you care about their opinions in the middle of a review? Code reviews are built on top of feedback culture. Code reviews are about constructive feedback. They will thrive in an environment where feedback is seen as a tool for growth and improvement not has a tool for criticism. Code reviews are about continuous learning. Feedback culture will promote learning and development, which is essentially the point of reviews. Developers will learn from each other's insights and suggestions. Effective code reviews require 
open and honest communication, a hallmark of strong feedback culture. Team members need to feel comfortable discussing issues and sharing ideas. Feedback culture emphasizes teamwork and collaboration, which are key to code reviews. The process is not just about finding faults, but collaborating to improve the quality of the code base. I've seen code reviews that could be the perfect example of how not to be married. If your feedback doesn't help someone improve, it's not constructive and doesn't have its place. Successful reviews depend on mutual trust and respect among team members, crucial elements of a positive feedback culture. Team members must trust their feedback is in good faith with the best of intentions. In other words, both people must understand that they can be wrong. Code reviews provide a structured way of giving and receiving feedback, reinforcing the feedback culture within the team. So now that I've probably had you thinking that code reviews are the greatest thing since sliced bread, you're probably thinking you need to implement them everywhere. Well, believe it or not, there is actual situations where code reviews will be detrimental. Without clear goals, code reviews can become unfocused and unproductive. Essentially, everyone will start looking for what they think they need to find. Think of the Spanish Inquisition. As the old saying goes, if you dig far enough, you will always find a skeleton. Could be a dinosaur skeleton, but you'll find one. It's important to know whether the review is for bug detection, coding standards, architectural decisions, or performance improvements. Like most things in life, if you don't have a clear objective or goal, things will become very frustrating and unproductive very quickly. The way feedback is given and received plays a significant role. Comments should be constructive and focused on the code, not the coder. Emphasizing learning and improvement over criticism is key. Developers have varying levels of experience and expertise. Acknowledging and respecting different approaches and solutions is important. Tight deadlines and code reviews can feel like an additional burden. It's important to balance thoroughness with efficiency. It's natural for developers to feel attached to their code. If it took you nine months to write a function, then everybody calls your baby ugly. Reviews should be approached with an open mind. Leave your ego at the door. Those are interesting details, but they're not reasons why you should not conduct code reviews. It makes no sense to perform a code review if changes are small and trivial, like fixing a typo or a small bug. A full code review might be unnecessary and time consuming. It might require resources. Before you ask for one, is there enough there? Use common sense. Not everything should be reviewed. If you're in a critical situation where a quick fix is needed, like a severe production bug or an outage, the immediate priority is to resolve the issue. Personally, the way I like to handle these situations is to simply push the fix into production and resolve the critical issue. Once the emergency is over, I have no issue revisiting and improving the fix. It's okay if that means another production update. When there is an outage, many processes can be thrown out the window restoring service is the priority. Of course, do so within your laws and regulations. Formal good reviews might not be practical or necessary if you're working alone or in a very small team. Pair reviews might not add much value. Even if you suffer from multiple personalities, that's not a reason. Relying too much on reviews can lead to complacency in initial coding efforts, where developers might not thoroughly check their work. Imagine you have a new junior team member who's unsure what they should be doing. They start to see code reviews as this perfect opportunity to be told in detail what they should do. So they do the bare minimum and then they request a code review. Trying to manage this risk with 
a few control mechanisms become very important. One thing I like to do for new resources is to assign a coach. It's up to the coach to be the gatekeeper of escalating resources. In other words, a new developer may not be able to request a code review until the coach has looked at their code. This is a code review and you would not be wrong, but in my opinion, this is more of a project readiness than anything else. The coach should review everything that needs to be accomplished before the review is triggered. In resource limited situations, dedicating time to code reviews may not be feasible. I see reviews as a blank check. Team members need to have a clear understanding of when they can request a code review and when they should not. My organization's code reviews can be triggered in two ways. The developer could request them. They can also be triggered by a senior resource or an architect. Senior developers are typically and most often involved in code reviews, but you should not stop there. While the insights of senior resources are invaluable for identifying complex issues and teaching best practices, you have other resources in the team that can also offer a fresh perspective on a problem. Mid-level developers should also conduct reviews. Not only will it provide a different perspective, but it will also contribute to their growth and understanding. Involving junior developers in code reviews is a great learning opportunity. They may initially play more of an observer role, but gradually they can be more active. Active. Remember, code reviews are built on the foundation of feedback culture. What better way to send a message to junior resources that you want their feedback than to include them in random reviews? Are you enjoying this content? Don't forget to subscribe. It really helps out the channel. And also, leave a like.